you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Hello and welcome to Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast, where we're discussing our experiences playing through the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm joined by Chip Locke. Howdy, Space Cowboys. And Corey Kurabara Treadway. Greetings, humans. And this is episode number 10. And once again, we're not quite to Vermeer yet. We're getting there. But uh, before we do, we wanted to check in with some of the crew. We checked in with Rex last time. This time we're going to check in with the two humans who have been with us, the two crew members that have been with us, been with us the longest, Caden and Ashley. See how they're doing. See how they're holding up. It can be tough being on the Normandy on a mission for this long. See how things are going with them. Dude, especially when th- you never get taken out uh, to go on planetary explorations or anything else. Unless, <laughs> I, I, unless, unless it's for achievements. Unless it's for achievements. Well, yeah, that's true. A- yes. I've actually been using them because I because I know I know I'm going to Vermeer. I've actually been using them pretty heavily lately. Just bringing them like okay, and I know it, I'm I'm on these side missions. There's nothing there. There's right. no dialogue. Yes. There's not going to be an interact. But, but to be fair, there's not going to be interactions with anybody. So yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I'll bring the two of them. I I found myself bringing Ashley more in my last playthrough. I was like, yeah, you know, I've been I've been a little hard on you. Come on out. Actually, I've been using Caden more in this one because Caden has some of the abilities that my character did not have, like stasis and stuff. I'm like, I needed to stasis people 25 times. Caden's the guy, like, he has, I have stasis. Like, all right, you're on the team. Ashley, what you <laughs> that got? That makes sense. Uh, I got, I got commando gun stuff. I'm like, go away. Don't need you here. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair when, enough. When you guys roll out a, a team, because they have the the little character select mission, and then at the bottom it's got the it shows you the rankings of uh, what is it uh, adept and uh, technical and and combat. Yeah, uh, was it the blue, purple, and, and biotic red? tech and combat? I think is what it is. Yes, thank thank you. Do you like try to balance that, or do you do you, do you even care at this? I don't point? give a shit about that. I, I don't like to be like zero in any of them. I guess. Um, but I mean, it kind of depends. It depends on what I'm doing. Like if I know I'm going to go fight a bunch of geth, I would love to have like a double purple bar in tech. That's great. Um, I don't care that much. I, I don't think I've, I, I'm talking more about this than I think I thought about it in my entire Mass Effect 1 playthrough. <laughs> so. Yeah, like like it doesn't really matter because it depends like what is your character, your your own character doing like, do you not have a lot of biotics? Maybe you'll fill the bar more. Do you not I have guess. a lot of combat abilities? You bring me over some more combat. I, but in the long run, the nice thing is they balance things nicely to where you're not, like, hard stuck by not having that character on your thing. Might be a little harder, but you still can be done. If yes. I if I ever go back through and do an insanity playthrough, I think then I'm going to care, right? Like, oh, okay, now I know what I'm doing and, like, I know I want this mix. But it's hard to care playing on normal. Yeah, and Santa, yeah, that's a different beast, because there people are like, and you put your head out for a second, and I'm dead. <laughs> Get used to that game over screen, guys, because you're gonna die. Not that dying is any kind of segue here, but uh, let's talk about Caden. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> He's a male human. He has no special interest, right? Let's move on. He likes wiping okay. his brow a lot, I guess. I don't know. My favorite thing about Caden, and I'll admit, I did never, I never thought I would have a favorite thing about Caden. Just saying that sounds weird, but it's true. At least on this playthrough, because I, I, I don't know if I noticed it or had an opinion on this on prior playthroughs. But when you walk up to talk to him, there's this moment where like Shepard and him stare at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awkward. And it, every it, time, it, but it, but it, and I don't know. It, it, but the thing is, it doesn't strike me as awkward. It just strikes me as like, yep, yep. Like there's a, like there's a connection between the two of them, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading it this way. And other times I was like, no, this was completely. Okay, I, I that- think I think it actually worked out better for me this time because I'm playing as a male shepherd because it's more of what like a lot of guys, this guys do together. It's like, yep, we're we're good. Don't need oh, as much he, verbal. 
He is so awkward. Like when you're female shepherd, he hits on you in just like the most awkward, like unendearing possible ways. Mm-hmm. He, he is a horn dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely DTF, and he wants you to know. And it's like, oh, buddy. Mm. Well, even then, w- when you get Liara on board, he's like, oh yeah, she. What does he say? Like she's p- pleasant to the eyes or something? Something and, like that. Yeah. Shepherd- yeah, and Shepard's like, whoa, whoa, what are your intentions here, officer? Right, yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's like just like, it's like an art piece. And not cute about it like Kelly is, anyway. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like Caden, Caden acts like somebody playing Mass Effect. Like, oh, I'm on this ship with these aliens? I should try to hook up with one of them. That's like, fair, yeah. <laughs> Alien boning. <laughs> the problem is, he's not the one playing Mass Effect. <laughs> Well, it's it's still funny because uh, because Caden's very voice has the same voice as Carf. They both act very similar, as they're both very awkward if you talk to them when you're playing as a female character. No, there there was something about Carth. Carth was too self righteous. Like there was just there was just something about him. I was like, I just want to punch this dude in the face. Like Caden, I never cared enough to punch him. I was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, but like. Like Karth openly rubbed me the wrong way to the point that like if there was like if there was a mission that I had to go all the way across the galaxy to punch him in the face, I would do that. I would take that mission ten times out of ten. But if it was like if Caden was like, Hey, I'm over here for whatever you want. Come punch me, you know, romance me, whatever. Just, you know, come over and just have that awkward stare come, for a moment and then leave. I would just yeah, whatever. That, come not, talk not to me for five minutes. Like, I don't wanna Yeah, yeah like Karth sucked. But, like, Karth sucked actively. Caden sucks, like, passively. He just sort of exists, and it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, but he, he him talking to him, like, makes things very interesting when you think about the rest of the biotics in the universe. Because, like, he was one of the first ones I was, like, him and a bunch of other kids. Mysteriously, they're all exposed to Izo in the womb. Accidentally, somehow, you know? Well. And he says that he can't say for sure that it was like an intentional accident, but he's like, yeah, they, they were always on the scene real quick after something happened. Like, like he's, he's not naive. He's, he's very cynical actually. Yes. He doesn't, he doesn't, mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't trust the council for as far as he can throw him. And he, he, he's constantly pointing out like the council should be aware of what's going on with Saren and the fact that they're oblivious to it. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. He, it's, I don't know what it is about him because he has like he has an interesting backstory. He has strong opinions in in ways that I think are interesting in the context of the game. And and I just can't get into any of it. And it's not it's not like content. It's not like his voice actor did a bad job or anything. I don't know what it is. I just. I just don't like every time the guy starts talking, I, I like pick up my phone and like start looking at Twitter like it's it's terrible. Yeah, if I. I'm having one on my team because I have always had Ashley on my team, so I'm just trying to see something different. But I'm still going, man, I kind of wish I'd kept Ashley alive. But I'm just. I find it interesting that all the. Well, of the six characters that you have, what is it? Liara's off behind Dr. Chakwas, which you can forget she's back there. Um, if you don't remember to go, the, there's a door behind Dr. Chakwas. And Tally's down in engineering, which makes sense for Tally to be down in engineering. But then the other characters, like what, Garrus and Rex. And Ashley, who we'll get into, but like at least Garrison Rex, like they're two of the more popular ones. Them, you got to go down the steps, down the elevator to get to. Caden's just right out in the open. You come down, you come down the steps into the the galley, and he's just right there. Like they were like, no, we don't want to put this guy any further. Like <laughs> we want this guy to be like the easiest to go talk to because if we put him any more out of the way, you will just ignore him. That's very fair. But even that area, it's kind of easy to miss him. Well, you just go past, you just wave as you go past. That's your extent I of your kid. I, 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 I would keep running past him looking for Garrus at the forward battery, which is not where he is in this game. Yes. Yes, that is correct. No calibrations this time. <laughs> Sorry, my no. friend. I don't, but yeah, it's like, and, and he is interesting. You know, he talks about like his growing up in the uh, like biotics training program that was run super sort of under the radar by the Alliance and having like, you know, 
having to deal with like the Im- the impacts of being like an early generation biotics user in humanity and the bad implants that he has and and all of that like it all ties in with other elements in the story yeah. um I find it interesting that he suffers from the migraines. And like you said, it's because he's an early biotic. Um, But Shepard, if you choose the biotic option, you don't get migraines. I mean, there's no, and I I mean, I guess I take that that Shepard was a a later biotic. Yeah. Like I said, like he specifically called an L2 biotic. These are earlier ones that were, he got the better op, the better outcome of only minor headaches where some other people got some like death and, other issues also true also true it's yeah, so I sad think, like headaches headaches suck i think the game actually goes out of its way to say like if you are a bioticus shepherd you have l3 implants instead of l2 yes and Which, I, I, does caden make sense does caden say so i feel like caden also might make reference to this like if you if you yeah, play well, adept and you talk to him i think he says something about it too that makes i have a question like what does the L stand for? Does anybody know? Because I've seen other science fiction call people that like psychic or potential abilities L's and stuff like L1s, L2s. I'm like, why do you guys use L's? What does that signify? Scientology rank? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, so, so Caden talks about his backstory a little bit that he was in the, the what was it, the, the bot program he calls it? Uh, the B-A-A-T. Yeah. Biotic acclimation and training. I think. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And or, they brought him. Bat. Biotic. <laughs> oh, biotic acclimation and temperance training. Ah, there we go. It's only for sheep. <laughs> no, that was a bad so- joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So they brought him to uh, Jump Zero, which was the Gargaran station, which apparently was out at the outer edge of the solar system where they were doing some research on faster than light travel before they found the mass relay. And then I guess once they found the mass relay, uh, they didn't need to do that anymore. So it it, uh, it got repurposed as basically like a, a school for, uh, you know, like telepathic kids, basically. Yeah. And I like. Like any other, any other, like psych, those kind of special kids, like they they treat them very inhumanely. It's like a they had a Torian instructor who, if you didn't, they didn't. Well, like one of the girls, like didn't use her biotics right, and or she did use biotics, so they just broke her arm, as if that's great encouragement for me to use my biotics. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, the problem is they the instructor was uh, Vernus. Mm-hmm. Who was uh he was a Turian from the first contact war, and it seems like he he wasn't exactly there. I mean, I, I I mean they don't make it sound like he was there against his will, but he certainly he didn't have any real concern for the students. Like he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna teach these kids how to be biotics. I really don't care about them. So uh, not that they were expendable, but he had no no compassion. He was he was a very uh, he was a disciplinarian, and I still think I'm putting it mildly. There. Yeah, no, he was abusive. I mean, it's it yes. seems pretty clear he was just an abusive, you know, jackass. Yeah, and I saw. Like, I think when you're talking, he's asking like, why he didn't use an Asari or someone else for the biotic training, and it's like this was more under the radar, made it more easy to kind of hide it. If we he was like, who's going to believe us when they when you told that you you have a Torian from the first contact were training biotic children and humans. People are going to like, no, nah, it could happen. Well, yeah. And so as, as you said, he, he broke that girl's arm. Uh, apparently, Caden was into that girl. What was her name? Was it Rana? That sounds right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, so uh, Vernus breaks her arm and then Caden comes to her defense and Vernus pulls a knife and then Caden <laughs> uses a, like, does like a biotic jump kick and like breaks his neck. Yeah. That's such a cool story. It's, Why? Like. <laughs> cool story, bro. It's, it is. It's like, this is such a, it's like a cool origin story. It's so interesting. And when Caden tells it, I'm just like, okay. I'm sorry that happened to you, man. Like, I just can't. Because I think he's like talking about like. It's like I didn't feel like I didn't feel good about that. I didn't feel like I really like it was really reward like rewarding for me or like 
yeah, I, I got my revenge, but I feel like kind of down about it. And we're still kind of like, nah, yeah, we guess suck it up. Right. Like, yeah, it's it's like a formative moment in his life. And, and the way it comes out is just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. I think, I don't know. I feel like he, he doesn't, I mean, he tells the story. And it's a, it's like it's 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 a an important story, and I feel like he doesn't get emotional in telling this. He's very even toned. Right. Like he's right. going through the events, and it make I mean, it makes sense. This happened when he was a kid. He's obviously like internalized and and processed this. So it's not like he's gonna be like, yeah. And then we were in a fight, and he pulled a knife on me, and then I'm, and then I kicked his head. Off. Like he's not gonna get into it with that kind of you know passion, but. He's he's got that gravelly vo- voice that just kind of like yeah, and then and then you know, and, and it, it, I think maybe that's the problem is that he just doesn't come across as as passionate as he he, he could, and and that's maybe that's why his 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 personality seems to fall a little bit flat. That he's not, you know, he, you know, especially I mean, you've got you, you know, you've got Garrus who's all you know, like, yeah, let's get into some action and let's go, you know, let's go, you know, turn off our, our, our cameras and rough some people up if we got to do that. And you're like, whoa. And mm-hmm. you got Rex who's all like, you know, like, don't talk to me. I, I'm dealing with my, my, my genophage trauma, but, you know, let's go shoot some people in the head. And, you know, then you got Caden. He's just like, yeah. I'm, hi. Yeah. <laughs> well, also an interesting thing. I'm looking at backstory real quick, just double checks and parts. Apparently before Eden Prime, he didn't use his biotics on other living things or didn't like to. But once he saw everybody getting killed on Eden Prime, he was like, you know what? Maybe I should do that. That, see, but that, sounds, that would be something that's interesting important to know. But also that sounds like BS. Like, I'm sorry, you're in the military with like yeah. your specific ability to use biotics. I don't think you can just kind of hang out and be like, I don't think you're going to be a lieutenant and be like, I don't, I don't like do this, though. You know, like that's not how military work. No, but even then, as his commanding officer going into Eden Prime, I would like to have known that ahead of time. Like, you know, like, because I, I get like he didn't, you know, he didn't make that decision until he sees what's going on at Eden Prime. Like, oh, crap, I got to do this. But like, if what we went to, what we found that Eden Prime was different, you're telling me I'd be like, OK, you know, you know, pick that guy up and throw him over there. And he's going to be like, yeah, I don't I don't do that. Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I had Jenkins. Yeah, Jenkins at least Jenkins. Cool. Jenkins, you just need to teach a guy how to, you know, like stay behind cover. At least, you know, <laughs> Jenkins is enthusiastic. You know, he brings his whole authentic self. <laughs> well, I also think they, they, they also like, uh, we'll be talking about Asher later on. They made Caden to be like completely the polar opposite of Ashley. Like, yeah, okay. was like, like one line he said when he's he dealt with Vernus and stuff like there. The biggest takeaway he got from that is like, before aliens seem mysterious or higher than us or like like some kind of like thing, they're like, no, they're just like the rest of us. They can be they can be saints or killers or jerks. See, he has this this um, insight, and he has another similar one where he talks about. I think it's it's on one of the wikis, like right at the top of uh, his page is a quote. Is like he talks about we were also excited to get into the galaxy and, and expand beyond earth. And then we got there and it was already full of tourists. Like, great. And like, these are good, like interesting deep observations that I just wish came from somebody else. Like, <laughs> Cause he says them and it's no, like, but- wow, yeah, that's a real thinker. And then I, I like my brain turns off after two seconds, even though like, yeah, these. Well, that's an interesting point that you make Kara about Ashley and Caden being like, opposites because Caden is very cold like he's very even very flat Ashley Ashley gets hot she gets angry and heated and there are points where as Shepard you have to kind of tell her like shut up rein it in bring that down a little bit you're you know you're 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 coming in hot here right you know you know and, and so yeah it's 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 interesting that the two of them are sort of you know opposite sides of a similar coin except yeah, they're both the one place where Caden comes in hot is, is it a lady? Because I will hit on it. Like, <laughs> and, and he, I mean, he does though. Like, he's just like, I, it's so weird. Is he waiting out in the mess hall because he's waiting for like Dr. Chuck was to come out? 
Maybe. I mean, most of us probably would, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, because, because, yeah, that, I, I, you said that, Corey, and it was like, oh, yeah, that is true. Like, they, they are that, like, sort of oper- opposite uh, temperament, except that Caden's a horn dog. <laughs> And I, I don't, don't know, know if it, Ashley Ashley can be a horn dog too, but not as yeah. Much. That's true. That's true. Long yeah, Ashley human. Ashley picks her spots a little bit more. Caden's just right in your face. <laughs> well, that's, that's also the thing. Like Caden, pretty open about most of the aliens. Pretty open with everybody else. Ashley, a little clo- little closed minded on them. Just a little. Well, it's interesting too. It's interesting too that. Well, I guess you know what it is. If you're well, no, because if you're playing, okay, if you're playing as Femshep and Caden's all into you. It makes sense that like if Ashley if Ashley shows up, he's not going to care. But if you're playing his male Shep, okay, he's he's interested in Liara, but like Ashley's you know right, right there, there. And she's clearly single and willing to mingle. So why you know uh, does he have a type? There? <laughs> yeah, I, I would it, it, I would say it's because they're both in the military, but he hits on shepherds. That guy of shoots with yeah. no with no reservation either. He definitely just goes for his uh, like his commanding officer like. What's up, yeah. CEO? You want to? Mm-hmm? No? Okay. <laughs> okay. Hot blue alien over there. You want to with her? Like, dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I've never noticed. You actually don't really have much interaction with Ashley. Why is that? Maybe that's why they didn't put him down in the in the, in the 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 deck with everybody else, because they didn't want him and Ashley getting too close. <laughs> Which is actually an interesting point. Like, it is it is interesting how little of a bond the the like two other human squad members form ashley at first seems a little bit standoffish even with you i mean because she's you know you're like you know like and you're like what's bothering you and she's like well we didn't you know like the rest of my unit died and you're like okay well i can see why that would might be a bit bothersome but she opens up like you know once she kind of gets over the trauma of eden prime she should be fine. She doesn't need to, and it's weird too that she's down in the, you know, she's down on that deck with the two aliens that she doesn't like. Mm-hmm. And then Tally's just around the, the, the corner or whatever that you would think she'd be up in the mess hall, hanging out with Caden. <laughs> like she, you know, she should be up on the other floor. Like it's, it's weird. That's and I, I get, I mean, I guess she's there cause the equipment's there and she's cleaning the rifles and she's monitoring that. Like she has a utilitarian purpose to be there, but from a personality perspective, because the other thing that's fun about her is when she starts saying, like, I don't trust these other aliens, they're in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Within earshot, like, trivially. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe there's a thing in the codex about, like, the fact that Turians and Krogans don't hear very well or something, or they need, like, line of sight to be able to read lips. <laughs> but, like, no, I'm like, we should be having this discussion somewhere else. For real. Like, especially, I could get maybe... You know, Garrus can't hear me. He's doing some work on the Mako. Rex is like just on the other side of the lockers. Rex also probably picked up that she was a space racist just because Rex mm. can. Rex probably knows these things. That he's really okay. I don't trust her anyway, or she doesn't trust me. Whatever. Well, and Rex also probably doesn't care that much. <laughs> oh, there's also the fact that Rex is a Krogan, and I'm pretty sure he's used to everybody hating him for the uh, Krogan rebellion and everything else. So, you know, he's probably used to everybody's life. Like, yeah, you hate me because I'm Krogan. Eh, it's no different than normal. <laughs> I can still murder you, you and crack your head. So, you know, yeah. whatever. What, what, <laughs> what you going to do about it? <laughs> Take out one of my nervous systems? Please. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's go back to Caden for a moment. Have any of you romanced him, if not in this playthrough? I don't think anybody's romanced him in this playthrough, right? No. 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 no, but it, it, I shot him down so romance? hard and so fast. It was like, oh, buddy, no, <laughs> no, I know, I know where you're gonna be, and no. Did you romance? If you romance him in prior playthroughs, I did romance him in Mass Effect One in one prior playthrough. Yes. Um, was it notable in any way? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I, I, and this I will say for I think all of the romance options in Mass Effect One, none of them are super exciting. I don't think you get like a lot of deep insight to the characters that you wouldn't get from just talking to them. But no, I mean it was you know it was more Caden. Well, He's there's only three options. There's right, Caden, Ashley, Liara. 
Yeah, and that was You're how I ended up romancing. Was like I was playing a female shepherd, and I was like, I always romance Liara, and I guess, well, it's not Liara. I guess it's Caden. Um, I wish. Yeah. Well, I guess I mean we have this knowledge now, but I wish like at the time I had known that it's like, oh, you'll get more romance options in later games. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because like you you get in there like in the, especially the first one at the time you get in there and you feel like oh like. If I want to see that route of the game, if I want to experience that, I, these are my choices. That's it. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, later on, like, you know, I mean, because and the game is fine with you, you know, being not, it's not polyamorous because, I mean, you're not these these relationships don't necessarily last from game to game, mm-hmm. but they can. You know, I mean, they can if you want to. But, you know, but the game is no problem with you if you romance one person in the first game, somebody else in the second game, and then you can still kind of choose. In the third game, I mean, you you're, you can be you can play a heartbreaker if you want to. Basically, I, I mean, I, I think, mean, they get a, they get grumpy at you, but you besides, oh that. yeah, but but if you well, actually, if you look at the way it's structured, the game kind of wants you to go through that experience. Like the game yes. really gives you a pretty hard shove in the direction of of sort of hoving from person to person, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, without getting into into spoilers, um, I mean. Th- one on one of my playthroughs, I chose one of the th- the three people in the first game, and then in the second game, that person wanted nothing to do with me mm-hmm. because of the events of the second game. And so it's like, at that point, you're free to you know go with whoever you want. Yeah, it's been and, two you know, years the, the, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Well, you know, well, you know, we'll get to that in a moment here. But with Caden though, on one of my playthroughs, I the the first time I played Femship. I was like, okay, because I, um, I romanced Ashley pr- prior to that. So I was like, let me romance Caden this time, you know, just to see how that goes. And then at the same time, like Liara, Liara, because, the, because you got the whole Prothean thing in your head, like Liara is way into you, regardless of what gender you are. Mm-hmm. It's also like the Asari don't really have gender. Um, and so like, I'm trying to flirt with Caden and he's of course eating it up. And I'm also flirting with Ashley or not Ashley, uh, Liara. And then at some point, like, he calls you on it like mm-hmm. you wind up in like a standoff with the two of them like okay like who are you romancing here you can't keep playing both of them. <laughs> and i was like uh 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 and i wanted to choose Caden because like this that was the whole point i did ashley now i was gonna do Caden. and i was like liara <laughs> so, so i had no problem breaking his heart and yeah he got very he was like okay that's how it's gonna be and then this, like it was like all right like he gets I mean, you really can huffy to too like once you shoot but him yeah. down even if it's not in that like sort of big conflict like once you shoot him down it's like okay commander like mm. <laughs> yeah yeah to be fair yeah. like in mass effect one my character usually is a loner because it's like all these romance options suck. You guys are very boring. Like, Caden, you're very stiff. It's like, Ashley, you're kind of kind of awkward. And it's like, right, like, you're kind of like a child. I don't like this. I feel kind of like I'm just preying on your innocence and I don't like this. She's 106. Leo, well, Liara is cool only, I mean, not, not, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. The thing about Liara is that you get to watch her mature as you go through the the, the saga, and so like your relationship kind of grows with her, and like it change, you know, it's not the same. Like it changes. Yeah. Um, well, later Liara, it's fine. It's just Mass Effect One Liara. One, it, she's so awkward for me, or just like like naive, and I'm like, I feel bad. I cannot do this. She would. I kind of see that. She, I yeah, see. I mean, she would be the worst character in your squad, except that Caden is there. I feel like, and and I love Liara. Like, I think Liara is the canonical romance option for the game, in my opinion. And I mean, I know there isn't a canonical one, but for me, it definitely like that's my my headcanon. And like, talking to her is not very exciting in Mass Effect One. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the most interesting thing about her is like blue alien lady. Like, wow, okay, that's that's cool. And you're like the one non-human romanceable option, which neat. Right. I think, and I, we, I think we keep pointing this out with Mass Effect 1 is that, again, like Bioware was just getting their toes wet as far as what they could do. And once one, they, I think the other thing, too, is that they saw the response that the romances got. They were like, well, we got to we got to blow this out. And they they blew it out for two. And then for three, they were like, OK, like, do you want to romance like that Elcor on like floor five <laughs> of the Citadel? Like, yeah, go for like, it. Who can you like, not romance? Yeah. Like, also, you know, that, 
That keeper over there? That's yours. Three different arenas <laughs> for you to choose from. Small small tangent. If you do let Ashley survive, she does get very hot in three. <laughs> well, let's let's go ahead. Let's let's talk about Ashley. Um because I think we've kind of talked about Caden as much as we're going to talk about Caden. Nice we? dude. Did we? <laughs> I, I think we're, we actually we're, put more time. Caden got more time than I expected him to get. I'll just say that. We've talked more about Caden now than I think I've actually spent with Caden in all my playthroughs. <laughs> that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's very true. So, so, Ashley, we first see her when we get the distress call from Eden Prime. Uh, she's on the, uh, on the camera when, we, you know, when, when stuff's going down. And then we go, we get to Eden Prime, and then uh, right when the Geths start turning people into husks. Well, actually, it's before, before they're turning them into husks, they put them on the spikes to make them husks. We see them start impaling people. Uh, that's when she runs over. Jenkins is already dead, so we got an opening in our three-person party. Yeah, well, we, we, see, comes over. we see her on the beacon, like when the, the, the transmission, just pushing someone aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we get, we get through Eden Prime, and she's all... Uh, as I said earlier, I think she's all flustered about that. She, you know, that it, ta- it you, you know, you talk to her and she's all pissed off. She's like, you know, like we could have, you know, like she's just, she's just angry that no, nobody else got saved and it's not anybody's fault. And she even kind of blames herself a little bit. Like I should have been able to pick up on, I should have been able to pick up on the ambush and Shepard's like, look, they're geth. Like they're robots. Their whole thing is they ambush you. Like they don't breathe. They don't move. They just lie in wait, you know, perfectly right. still like you're not. Like don't don't beat yourself up. And I don't like, know. Okay, okay. She 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 was she, she kind of wears very bright white pink armor. And I'm very confused <laughs> at how the geth do not shoot her compared to everybody else's more subdued colors. But whatever. Maybe maybe it's the best armor. That's why she paints it pink. She's like, let them shoot me. Don't shoot it. Don't shoot at that Jenkins guy over there because he's just wearing like a shirt, like a tunic. It, seemingly, <laughs> given how quickly he was penetrated by those bullets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let that one go. Uh, so you you start talking to her, and as we said earlier, like she 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 comes out not hostile towards the aliens, but you find out one that she's never worked with aliens before, and so she's very distrusting of them. And so you kind of gotta like talk her down a little bit. She's like, "Yeah, you're letting these guys walk around. They're all over the ship. They're looking at the weapons. They're looking at the engineering." And you're like, "Whoa, like." You know, one, it's this that decision's a bit above Shepard's pay grade. And like two, like Garrison Rex are cool. Like Tally's cool. Why do you you know, like get to know them? Go talk to them. (laughs) Yeah, they're 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 right next to you. Right. I I mean, she I think this is something like in Mass Effect One, Navigator Presley, uh, who has like, I don't know, five total lines of dialogue. Uh, and and Ashley both sort of exemplify this, and I feel like they spend more time in one than later in the game talking about like the human reaction to aliens and like the very predictable space racism that there's going to be. Right, like we're all about humanity, and all of these aliens are weird and stuff. Um, and I think I really like the way that they handle this with Ashley's character. I, I found her very off-putting when I first played the games and now as a little bit older uh, person, like I can see the nuance that they, they brought to the subject. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's like a masterclass in it, but uh, it's clear that they put like a lot of thought into what her perspectives would be and like how somebody coming from her background might, you know, sort of react. And and I really appreciated that. And like some of her things are kind of fair that she puts out. I'm like, that's racist. But also, I can't say you're fully wrong. I don't want to say that I that I, I kind of like can see that point of view. Well, I mean that that's the thing. Like, like if Caden is somebody who wants to be playing Mass Effect, Ashley is somebody who got forced into playing this game that she had no interest in playing. Like she's dealing with these aliens. She doesn't. She's never had any experience with them. Like this is not what she wants to be doing. And. Actually, I mean, it is technically it is what she wants to be doing. She's wanted to get off Earth because she's been grounded. But that said, like, you know, like like dealing with the alien stuff, like she's just not used to it. This is a, this this is her first experience. So yeah, it makes sense that she would feel that way. It's not surprising. It just comes across harsh. And they even go to the point of having she makes a I forget what she calls. She talks about like another group of like notable space racists that she's like, yeah, I'm not like them. Terra like, firma. Those guys who like yeah, terra firma. Thank you. 
that like she's like yeah those guys are jackals like i'm just uh you know uh, i just don't know aliens it's never good when you're saying i at least not as racist as this very racist group is <laughs> hey at least that's my low bar right there just just not as racist as the super racist right because like, she she definitely has like what is the equivalent of i'm not racist but moments like i'm pretty yes. sure at one point she refers to alien races as like dogs or something um where she's well, like she she I like dogs but i wouldn't marry one or something like this like whoa whoa whoa, no. whoa. she well i i don't remember her saying that specifically but she does say that if a bear is chasing you you'll sacrifice your dog to get away that's, from the bear because yes. it's not human that's yeah. what it it's is like you may love your you may love your dog but at the end of the day it's not human and you will do what you need to get away from the bear yeah. and uh, you're, you're right she is comparing the aliens to dogs in that well actually in that metaphor she's actually comparing the us to the dogs the the, the aliens are the humans in that case right and we're the dogs because she's saying the aliens will throw us under the bus if if push comes to shove and she may not be wrong on that's that that's fair but we are yeah. we are several steps from getting to that point yeah but also like that line particularly made me kind of upset because i'm like excuse me i'm throwing my dog away from the bear i will i will gladly sacrifice myself for my dog i love my dog yeah, I would I would probably try and fight a bear for my dog. I would lose very badly, but you know I don't like I just feel like my instinct in there would, would be to to protect the dog. But like she she's also coming from like a military background. So like this is this is I guess what I meant when I said her dialogue is I think nuanced and interesting is she's not wrong and it's not a completely no. out there wild point of view. It's put very bluntly, but yes. it's it's rel- Relatable isn't the word that I want, but, um, you know, it's it's believable. It's extremely believable. Well, it makes sense. It's just like, yeah, the alien race is like, if, they're pl- if their colony on the planet's being destroyed, who are they going to try to save first? Their planet or the human planet? Well, and I know, like, we will later on in some of the future massive, like, future uh, games, it shows it happening. Well, not even in the future games. I mean, our dealings with the council now, like, yeah. The, the the Turian guy, he's like, what, you're just going to keep saving only human planets? Like, they're all, he's already getting snippy about, like, the, you know, sort of what we're doing. And to be fair, like, that's all, that's the only, that's only where we've been. We haven't been to any other colonies to save them. That's so, where our missions have been assigned. So it's kind of right, like. Right, exactly. So it's like, you can't complain that we've been doing our job when we're doing our job. Right. Like, and, you, you know, you want us to. And the council is, is, on the other hand, also just sitting there saying, like, okay, well, you guys are out in the terminus systems, which. We're not, I mean, that's a human problem, so good luck, but also do work for us. Well, you can't have it both ways. Also, also, oh, sorry, go. I just want to say, like, we got stuck in the Terminus systems because that's all that's left. You guys have colonized all the rest of space. Yeah. You left us with the crappy back, you know, like, yeah. swamp area near near the, the, the uh, what was it, the, the Batarians and the, and the Geth. Yeah. Geth and yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but all I, that stuff. I'm also considering the fact that if Ashley looked at how the council dealt with the Krogans, does she feel like they'll, they'll do the same thing to us if we get too good at our stuff, go too fast? Are they going to try to like well, nip us in the bud somehow? I can see if she's got the hots for Shepard, she shouldn't certainly wouldn't want to be uh, sterilized. <laughs> <laughs> she got to carry on that Williams name. <laughs> well, speaking of the Williams name, like the Williams name also. Is the reason big part why why she hates the aliens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because was, was it her grandfather who? Uh, he was the general at Changshi who surrendered to the Turians because they were like it sounds like just grotesquely outgunned and outmanned, and his choices were, you know, slowly get get killed or get starved out or surrender. Yeah, but he was the he was the first human to surrender to the aliens. First and only. Ah. Yeah, that makes yeah, that makes you not really like like aliens when you found out your family is basically being black market because you lost one. But it's well, that to be fair, that that should make you not like the other humans. Like the humans are the ones doing the black market, right? Exactly. We're not talking logic. <laughs> yeah, we're talking emotions. True, true. No, because that and that's why she's grounded and hasn't worked with aliens is because her family is you know black market. It's like oh, you're William's grandkid. Well, you you know, good luck mopping that deck over there. Like. Mm-hmm. You know they're not sending around any any interesting stuff. She she she's lucky that she winds up on the Normandy that she survived at Eden Prime to get the opportunity to actually go out and start seeing stuff for herself. 
Yeah. And I think that actually helps her grow as a character too, because like being able, like since she was stuck with mostly talking to only humans, only seeing humans, she hasn't had a chance to actually really interact with aliens or work with them. So she started to get a better opinion. It's like, maybe I'm not fully corrected my, my thoughts. Right. Yeah. And it seems like like her her brand of space racism, such as it is, is based on being uninformed, not actively malicious. Yes. Yeah. I think that's also what makes her more interesting than Caden is she has a way to develop and be a complex character, whereas Caden's kind of very flat. Right. He like, doesn't like not right. he's not developing. Yeah, I like, feel like she has conflict? an arc just in this game and Caden never has that arc. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, Caden's arc happened in uh, Bat School. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where all his development is, and he comes out of this. And even then, like you say, like oh, like he just decided now, like he'll start using his biotics on living things as of Eden Prime. Like, that's not in the game at all. Like, there's no like you know, like even that kind of development. That's all pre pre Mass Effect. So he kind of comes out of this like fully realized. Whereas Ashley is still baking. Like she's still figuring out her place, still figuring out who she is. And you know, it's, it's interesting to look at her because her family, her grandfather is the black mark, you know, on her, on her career. That's what she's trying to overcome. But she's also very much in love with her family. She loves her parents. She loves her sisters. You know, she, she's messaging them. And when you come over the one time, Mm -hmm. and I think the one sister is like, Oh, is shepherd hot or whatever. And and you know, you overhear her, you know, and and it's kind of, you know, it's, 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 like it's a fun little moment, even if you're not planning on romancing her. It's still a fun little moment to come over and be like, "Oh, you're checking me out. That's funny." Like, oh, is he but, a hottie? Yeah, but like, exactly, exactly. Like, you don't get that same kind of thing with Caden, like anywhere where it's like a little like Caden's very just, you know. It's, there's no, and I don't know. You know, admittedly, it's been a while since I remember how he flirts, but it's awkwardly. he's very yeah. awkwardly. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's just very awkward at best. Awkward at best and flat at worst. He's like, he, he, I mean, it, it's probably actually pretty genuine. But I've never flirted poorly. I, I know many men do, but not me. I'm always, always <laughs> laying it down super smooth. Uh, you could tell because I'm on, I'm on a Mass Effect podcast. Um, but he, Mass Effect gets you all the ladies. That's right. Um, from here to the other side of the galaxy. So he, when he, when, when Caden flirts with you, he, he gets like really super informal. And then is like, oh, and that's cool, right? Right, girl? Like, dude, no. <laughs> uh, no I, gotta, I gotta look up one of those videos. Or yeah, something. look it up. I mean, it's yeah. just he's just bad at it. But he's he's bad at it in in a way that is is genuine, but also just really perfectly cringy. And it's just like, oh no, 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 no. Not cute either. I don't know. I just don't think Caden's cute. Well. Some some of my fame, I don't know. Not me. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I can see. I, I'm just, it's that's a personal like. There are there are some attractive guys in this game. Hello, James Vega. Um, Caden just don't do Vega. it for me. Oh my god, I know. Uh, <laughs> that's a per. I mean, that's personal judgment, but yeah. So I I romanced Ashley back in 2007, and I stayed with her. It threw into the third game. I was uh, I was upset when, you know, like in the second game when she didn't, you know, when, when things kind of like were a little distant between us. I shouldn't say I was upset, but I was a little confused. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll, you know, I'll do whatever I want in the second game. And the third game, I'm like, okay, like, let me see if I can rekindle what's there. And I'm still working on that because I'm still trying to get through the third game. <laughs> but when I came back now, you know, so it's 14 years later. And I'm talking to Ashley and I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm you know, I'm playing as, as a male shepherd again. And she starts flirting with me again or, or getting interested. And I'm, I'm thinking like, I did not remember all the space racist stuff that we talked about. Mm. I did not remember that was there. So like right off the bat, she starts hitting with that. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> and I'm like, what was going on with me in 2007 that I was like, all right, I'm just going to ignore all this and go through and just be like, yeah, let, 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 let's have this happen. Because now I'm like, you're nice and all, but 
you stay down in the, you know, you stay down in the loading bay. Like you, you, you hang out down there. I'll be up, you know, not necessarily, you know, hanging out with Caden, not necessarily hanging out with Liara, but I'll be up, you know, maybe I'll go chat with Joker and, you know, check out what Garrus is doing and wreck, you know, but I, I'm just confused. I shouldn't say I'm confused, but I, I mean, obviously like a lot has changed for me in 14 years. Yeah, well, it also doesn't have like, I, I try to like, I, I have a secondary save just so I get the Paramore achievement for the first game. <laughs> and I tried to do, I tried to do the uh, the the romance uh, Ashley and it just oh it felt so like stiff and awkward I'm like what are we doing and then we get actually the actual romance it's like the their little their little fun time in the in the cabin I'm like what are you all doing this is not this is not a romantic I, there has never been a romantic Bioware sex scene to be fair like they're all like well, that. <laughs> To be fair, I think what they can do is like a technical achievement, but they can't really do much because it's like they've got the two models like intertwining, which is incredibly difficult mm-hmm. from a technical perspective, especially back in 2007 and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's I mean, even then, like, what is it? There was the one scene where. Uh, the uh, on the Citadel when uh, uh, was it Chiara, the consort, mm-hmm. she'll hu- she'll hug Shepard. And even then, like that at the time, it was like a big deal that you had like one model come over and like just, you know, she just kind of comes up and they cut it close so that you can't see like a full embrace. Mm-hmm. But like she kind of turns her head and it almost looks like he's whispering into her ear. Like yeah. just the two models doing that is a feat. Oh, for sure. At the time. Like, for sure. Did, did you guys so, remember the uh, the controversy then where they were trying to get the game like rating raised to, to an AO because like they were considering it porn? It's like, yeah. So have you guys actually seen any porn? I because this is I, a... the uh, the lady I was dating at the time when I was playing Mass Effect was like, oh god, you're gonna like she she happened to oversee me doing like one of the character flirting things and she wasn't impressed and she was like, oh, you're gonna watch that like you know sex scene and I was like, you should actually watch this because I think this this is not. A 12-year-old boy would not find this titillating. Like, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, you know, and it's, it is, like, and it's, I'm not, I'm not, I feel like I'm dunking too hard on these scenes. It's not that they aren't uh, technical achievements, and it's not that they didn't, you know, actually, I think, get good at using these as part of the storytelling and the environment, but it's just like, it's not porn. I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's erotic. I think it's meant to be emotional, but that's about it. Yeah, still not as bad as the ones in the original uh, Dragon Age. Those ones were, were just like, what do you guys do? Everybody looks like they're just like dead, dead dolls just touching. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, I don't know, because I, I understand like the 12 year old boy logic. Like, let me go through this and like, yeah, maybe I'll see. And it's like, no, there's, there, you're not like, even if, even if you even if they could, even if they wanted to put in like you, like you know, they had like let's just put in like a video of two actors that look like Shepard and and whoever, and you know, you know, we'll do it that way. Like even if they w- they wouldn't, no, like, you're not just. Yeah. No. Well, and it also feels like I, I don't know why, but Ashley does not feel like she should be into my Shepard, like my personality. It's like I don't like. Why are you into me? I don't know. Like it just doesn't come off as like natural, genuine for some reason. Yeah, I never it was forced. I never had a male shepherd playthrough where I felt like her character would enjoy me either as a renegade or a paragon. Like I feel like in the paragon playthroughs, it's very much sort of like a peaser and and peacemaker and uh, very pro aliens. And on the renegade side, I just feel like Shepard was such a. If you really go like full, always intimidate, always renegade options, Shepard's a jackass. Yeah, and then if you do all the full Paragon, he's just kind of like, you're kind of bland. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, well, that's the problem is if, if she's in a bland shepherd, you know, go upstairs and talk to Caden. That's, <laughs> that, <laughs> yes. that's your bland option right there. <laughs> is your, your Wonder Bread is right there. It's been there the whole time. <laughs> uh, I now know what I'm going to call Caden. Like every time I, I, I <laughs> put him in my squad. <laughs> That's the- Go get him, Wonder Bread. <laughs> I mean, it just is. He's just like the most like bland ass, like uh, boring piece of white bread. Like, ugh. I like. I don't. Know, I, I. 
I don't know. I, I, I feel like you guys are like bagging on my girl a little bit. No. I still, I, I still feel a little bit of a connection. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I, I know you're not. I know you're not. And even then, like, I was kind of bagging on her because it's like, I'm like, whoa, what, what, you know, where was I back then? But like, at the same time, it, it's just, I don't like, I, I, I like, like, I, I, like, like we said, like, I like, I think Ashley shows some growth over the, over the game in particular. And I, 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 I like that part of it. But, as far as the romance option goes, like I just like the the cooler romance options are not here yet, and mm-hmm. it's just you know it's it's just, at this point like for this playthrough here, I I've I'm technically I think romancing Ashley only because I've been leaning towards the Paragon options and I'm just too nice to shoot her down. <laughs> but I have no I I'm actually like at the point where I'm like I'm not gonna talk to you anymore because I don't want to I don't want to lead you on and if I go talk to you I feel like I'm gonna wind up choose either i have to choose the renegade option and be like you know like stfu or i have to like you know i'm gonna keep choosing like the nice paragon option and just be like wind up in a like wind up with a girlfriend that i don't want yeah yeah i'm 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 not playing for the achievements at this point but that's like that's one thing for me though it's like uh i shot down liara super quickly she's like are we going no oh oh, well um my bad yeah Yeah, I did do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand this Liara hate. I don't get it. No, it's not. Well, in this case, it's not Liara hate. It's that I've, you know, like, like I said, my, uh, my renegade femshep, she, she and Liara are super tight. And so like, you know, like canonically, like they're, they're together. So like, I can't be with Liara because this is a different shepherd. (laughs) That's fair. I don't hate, I don't hate Liara. I just really love Tally. (laughs) Well, you got you got a long road to hoe. Uh, I know, I know, I but, know. Um, I'm working on it. Yeah, you know, it's it, see, Nick. I had the opposite reaction where, like, when I met Ashley in my first playthrough, I just wrote her off like, "I hate you. You suck. You are not interesting." Like, when it got to the point where she started like reading poetry, I was just like, "Skip, skip, skip." I this sucks. And I hate it all. And and oh, now I forgot like, about back, the poetry. That oh, that was so bad. Ten- Tennyson, Tennyson, right? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And and now I I come back to that and and I think like oh because I wrote her off I'm like oh you you just you're a space racist you hate aliens it's really boring and annoying like I like all my cool alien buddies so get out and also poetry come on and now it's like oh I see where you're coming from and you show growth and also this is a really interesting like look into a side of your character that's super unexpected like you're you're like the gunnery chief, you're the soldier, you know, you're a weapon specialist, but you also, you know, you're into like classic poetry and stuff like, huh, that's really cool. Yeah. So she gets a little bit more than the other two romance options get. Because mm-hmm. even the R is not getting like too much. It's, uh, it's like, okay, you're studying Prothean. Your mom is with Saren. Um, cool. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like her telling you, Ashley telling you the story about her sister and like her sister's first boyfriend trying to, you know, go all the way a little too fast. Like that whole, I found that really endearing. Yeah. Cause how many of us done that for our siblings? At least I know I've had it like punch some people that I didn't like my siblings being with, but you know. Well, I think that's not the punching siblings thing but i think like that's the thing that no no i said punching like, siblings like like some people who were trying to hit on my siblings oh yeah, yeah. i didn't like the way yeah, yeah, they were doing that sure yeah time. no 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 but like i feel like th- th- that's the thing that was like there's a certain like m- maybe the the way it's handled is a little bit awkward like what's actually said is a little bit awkward but the way the intimacy moves that like oh you like as you go along like okay now I'm gonna reveal this about me now I'm gonna reveal this about me that aspect to relationship that feels natural like the ebb and flow yeah. of trust like yeah. that's very well done for Ashley yeah I guess like and what I think what for me it's like Ashley I like to be friends with her she's a person I, I like to address as a friend not a romance option is the thing it's like romantic no I don't have the else the romance but as a person yeah I can get along with you I can we can go hang out get drinks go go to mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, if yeah, if there's a if there's a befriend Ashley option like that, that'd be fine. <laughs> because yeah, she she certainly, uh, I mean, what her and, and what get her Garrison Rex like the the four of you going out for like a, a drinking night, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I guess Tally too, right? Can Tally drink through that suit? Yeah, That's probably a way to do it. Yeah, they have an in, they have ingest ports. That's canon. Ingest I'm not making that up. <laughs> I, know, I know you're not. <laughs> so. Yeah, Liara feels like she'd be too young to go out, and Caden is Wonder Bread. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you bring Caden because he's the DD. Ah, oh, oh, perfect yeah. DD. 
Kata, yeah. you're redeemed. You can live now. <laughs> and Joker, you have to bring Joker along because he seems like he'd be fun. Oh my on god! <laughs> I don't think Joker would want to go because he'd like like you need to get a good wheelchair for him. That's they, they should be uh, what, ADA accessible, right? Hopefully. I kind of wonder sometimes when I see some of these areas, I'm like, I need to go up some stairs. He should be a party member in the third one. Like, they should have got him, like, a combat wheelchair or something. Like, let him come out and... and, and... Well, they could just give one of those Atlas mech suits from the later games. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we should do an episode on him. <laughs> you know, we were talking a few episodes ago about, uh, was it, uh, Marina Sirtis? Mm-hmm. Doing the voice of like Seth Green doing the voice of Joker through all three games. What a good get. You know, that was, and, and I mean, that's perfectly cast. Oh, yeah. Perfectly cast. Yeah. Well, it's like, if I guess Jeff, I actually like just see Seth Green the entire time playing, but I'm okay with well, yeah. it. I love going through space but with that, Seth Green. <laughs> yeah. That's perfectly fine. I, perfectly fine. I was always sad that there was never like a robot chicken Mass Effect episode. I would, I would have paid some stupid amount of money for that. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I'm, I'm, I, now that you point that out, I'm amazed that there wasn't. You're absolutely right. So, since we've moved on to talking about Joker, then do we have anything else to say about uh, Ashley or Caden? Uh, weird thing, like later on in my game, that was kind of funny. This is just a little silly. I accidentally gave Caden, had for some reason, had the pink armor, and then Ashley had the dark black armor. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. I was like, like oh, all right. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All, all I will say regarding Ashley is that if you choose to romance her and if you choose to follow that romance through all three games, remember the Tennyson poetry. That will be important it does later. Come up, yeah. It's all the test. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It, it, yes, there is a, a test on this. And I remember, I remember failing it my first time because I didn't understand it was a test. <laughs> also, it had been a while since I played the first one, so I had no idea. <laughs> come on. You didn't have anything going on in your life that makes you miss it, right? <laughs> <laughs> So with that said, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Next time, next time will be the episode. I feel like we've been hyping this up for so long. We're finally getting to Vermeer. Um, stuff's gonna happen there. It's so many things we can finally talk about. I know, I know. It's like yeah. the, like the game, like basically, like so far the game is like okay, like we're just kind of like laying the ground rules here. Like this is not, you're out of the tutorial. You're out of the, you know, you're done with that part. You know what you're doing, but we're just establishing everything here. And now everything you think you know, you don't know. And we're about to, we're about to blow shit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get some nice 80s montage music going. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, this has been Squad Goals, episode number 10. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. And thank you for downloading and listening. We are at Squad Goals N7 on Twitter, also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mash those buttons. Also YouTube at youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Chip, where can people find you? you can find me at WD. Uh, that's where double Y-E-W-D-E-E on Twitter and occasionally Twitch. Uh, and you can hear me talking every two weeks about Final Fantasy 14 on Wondrous Tales right here on the MASH Network. Cora, where can people find you? I guess if you guys want to talk to me, you can find me on Twitter at Kurabars, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-S, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash Kurabara. Find me every week talking about Apex Legends on Dropping Spicy. And you can also hear me talking about Star Wars every week on Clan of Three. We're currently talking about, talking about the Bad Batch until the next Star Wars thing comes out. You, you mean the Bot Batch? The Bot Batch! <laughs> Or the bad botch. Oh. Uh. Nick, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on WoW Talk, where I talk about Warcraft news and guild management, and also on the Torn and the Goblin, where we talk about Warcraft story and lore. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons and email us your thoughts at squadgoals at mash.gg. Let us know, are you romancing Caden? Are you romancing Ashley? Are you... Uh, not happy with your romance options or I guess Liara, I forgot Liara, but, uh, yeah, let us know who you're going for in these games. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can and visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support mash those buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon where for as little as $1 a month. You can gain early access to content as well as the Patreon exclusive content. You can also check out our humble bundle affiliate link, as well as our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg slash support. 
stay tuned to hear about our other shows on the Mash Those Buttons Network. For Chip and Curra, I'm Nick, and I should go. It's my favorite podcast on the network. See you, Commander. That's the spirit, Skipper. Keep a stiff upper... something. I'll warn you, though. I'm a hellcat off the battlefield, too. Sleep tight, Shepard. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 